Welcome to Read My Lips Radio, a lively hour of unscripted conversations with savvy creatives. Producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, asks novelists, artists, photographers, designers, comedians, actors, musicians, composers, screenwriters, directors, and technology innovators about their creative passion, inspirational muses, and how they create. Ooh, how those lips can talk. Now, here's AKA Radio Red. Radio Red in the house. We're trying to live stream on Facebook and we're having tech glitches. So those of you in Voice America Empowerment Channel land, we're saying hello and there is no video tonight, but we'll post it later on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a show where I talk to really interesting people. They are creative in so many different ways. They're not always singers and dancers and artists and photographers and people who draw stuff for a living. They're people who approach their lives in an interesting and creative way. And to me, creativity is not just... Oh, I had cornflakes on Monday and I switched to shredded wheat on Wednesday. Aren't I creative? No, it's a lot more than that. So we're going to talk to them. But right now, I'd like to do a special introduction. My guests have been primed for this just a little tiny bit. On the count of three, I want you all to help me please say hello, LLL. You ready? One, two, three. Hello, LLL. There we go. LLL is lovely, lanky Laura Legs, our most loyal listener. And she is in Whitestone, New York. And I have been pretending to have a GoFundMe, Dr. Thomas, for three years to get her the money to move to London. It's kind of expensive there. But because it's fake and I don't do crypto, we haven't gotten it. So she's still in Whitestone. But then it would be lovely, lanky Laura Legs, our most loyal listener, in London. Wouldn't that be beautiful? This is June 6th. I have a member of my family who shall remain nameless, but it's her birthday, and I sent her some happy birthday bitmojis this morning. So, Teresa, I named you. That's all I'll say. Happy, happy, happy birthday. We send you our love. We are here on June 6th. We have 208 days left to the year. It's the 23rd Monday. Nobody cares about that except me. This is the 157th day of the year, and we are in, what's our sign here? Uh, I forget which sign of the Zodiac we're in. I have it here somewhere, but this is the Gregorian calendar. I want everybody to say a shout out to Greg. So on the count of three, one, two, three, say thank you, Greg. One, two, three. Thank, thank you, Greg. 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 There you go. I think his mother called him Greg or Greggy or Gregor. Because just to say Gregorian, come to dinner, it's kind of formal. I have, to, I have a feeling there was there was something in there. So let me tell you who my special guests are today, and then we will get started. We're still trying to live stream, kids, and it's still not working. Well, we love our technology. So three diverse very diverse creatives. When I say your name, just wave your hand and then we will have you introduce yourself. We, we are recording the video. So Juanita Campbell Rasmus co-leads downtown Houston St. John's Church. She co-founded something called Bread of Life Incorporated to feed the homeless. And she founded the Art Project Houston to empower the city's homeless to become hope-filled painters and artisans. Juanita, welcome. Can't wait to hear more from you. So happy to see you. We are pretending we're live streaming here. It's still trying, but what can I tell you? Um, let's go to our second guest. Mike Oletta is the president of, now we're not supposed to talk about his company, so I'm going to whisper it, USA Bug Sweep. USA Bug Sweep. There you go. He's an expert in technical surveillance countermeasures, and he owns a licensed private detective firm. Ooh, I hope nobody has you looking and seeing where I'm going and what I'm doing. Michael Aletta, welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Right. And I, I met you all at the Publicity Summit. Happy to see you. And then we have Dr. Thomas Hemingway. He is an MD and he told me I can call him Dr. Thomas. He's a holistic and integrative medical doctor whose modern medicine movement, that's we had LLL, well, he's MMM. His podcast distills medical knowledge into easily digestible and actionable steps. And rumor has it, he is a surfer dude. Can I say that, Dr. Thomas? Absolutely. I surf this morning. I surf almost every day. I'm going to do so until I'm 100 years old. So there you go. My mom lived to 100, but she wasn't a surfer, but she'll, she'll, her spirit will be out there helping you, helping you master those waves. So thank you all so very much for being with me. Let's go to formal introductions. Juanita Campbell Rasmus, I'm putting you on full screen speaker view just because I can, even though we're not live streaming tonight. And I would like you to please give us the three minute overview, the details of who you are. You have a very interesting life. You give and give and give and give. And I find that your approaches are creative to helping people you want to help. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your history? I know you co-lead your church with your husband. So get him into that bio a little bit. Juanita, welcome. 
<laughs> well, it's a pleasure to be here with you and with your audience as well. You know, what I do is to empower people to find creative solutions to the typical situations and circumstances and conditions that most of us are going to live with. All of us at some point or another are going to have the rug of life pulled from under our feet. And we can either use those moments and allow them to take us into the depths of despair, or we can begin to look at how that divorce or that devastating loss of the job or the bankruptcy or whatever we're experiencing, mental health crisis or physical health crisis, we can begin to utilize those as a way of, uh, if you will, condemning ourselves, or we can get Picasso about it. We can begin to find ways to create a life we never would have imagined had those various triumph, uh, various disasters rather come into our lives. And so what I do is to empower people to think of creativity as a way of using expansive energy and inviting us to live into our most expansive life, to live lives we would have never imagined. So often we put ourselves in boxes and sometimes a good strong wind will come and blow the box away. And many of us, our first thought is, I'm vulnerable. How will I live without my box? And what I'm saying to people is, here's an opportunity to create a life you could have never imagined had your block box not been blown away. And so I try to encourage people to look for creative ways like I've done after cancer. I founded the Art Project Houston because art became a way, and basically with scribble art, became a way of communicating what I couldn't say with words. And so that kind of project is the kind of thing I do on a daily basis, except I'm doing it as a transformational coach, inviting people to look at their boxless life and find a way to create something they absolutely love waking up to. Check the box. I could listen to your voice all day long, Juanita. You have such a lovely voice. There's so much life, isn't there, Dr. Thomas and Mike? So much life. And mm -hmm. I hear not only passion, Juanita, I hear compassion. Thank you. I hear compassion in your voice. I hear caring. I hear love. And even though you're talking to an unseen audience, by the way, we are live streaming somewhere. I guess we're on my LinkedIn channel tonight, but we're there. Okay. We're there. Somehow I got us there. So you are being seen by somebody somehow. Um, so my point is that you, you just, you convey who you are through the tone of your voice. And that's lovely. That's really, really nice. So thank you very much. If you're just tuning in and you're looking at live stream, this is Read My Lips Radio. It is not Technology Revolution. That's my other show. That'll be Wednesday. And we're happy to be here. So let's go to my next guest, Mike Oletta, whose company I'm not supposed to say, but he's going to say it anyway. Mike, how long can we keep it a secret? Tell us what you do. And by the way, have you ever seen the British TV show Shakespeare and Hathaway? I have not. Oh, it's a... She's Lou Shakespeare, and he's Frank Hathaway, and they're a detective team, and they have a young man who is an actor who can wear any disguise. You're getting the point here. Mm -hmm, Go into mm -hmm. any scene, wear any disguise he can do from Shakespearean acting to being a, a ballet dancer to being anything he needs to be to infiltrate a scene and get intel. And they mm -hmm. solve cases, and it's a delicious, delightful show, and they're a PI firm, and they're just, just a little time, just the three of them, and they're so cute. Anyway, so let's get you up. Mike, please introduce yourself, and welcome. Well, thank you very much for having me here today. Um, you know, it's, it's awesome to see everybody again. Um, and yeah, we could say the company, it's USA Bug Sweeps. Um, that part isn't a secret. Uh, what... Um, what we what we're, we're we keep secret and we we keep uh, you know a sense of discretion is with uh, a lot of our clients because a lot of our clients are um, are either businesses or um, or individuals that have special concerns for privacy. So we we you know we we don't we don't dress in uniforms. We don't do any of that. Uh, we we show up for a job like we're just there to fix your computer and that's it. But. Um, USA Bug Sweeps kind of started from a uh, from a private investigative standpoint, and uh, we were seeing a lot more um, people in residential areas being attacked by uh, by by listening devices and things. And there was a real need for somebody who could do professional sweeps 
uh, for for these clients in these residential um, arenas. So that's kind of how USA Bug Sweeps came about. And the fun part for me and what really attracts me to the industry um, is actually on the creative side. Uh, our bad guys and girls, uh, they get pretty creative with how they try to listen or watch people, um, especially in their houses and stuff. So we actually almost have to outsmart the creative people that are that are doing the attacks. And uh, you think you've seen it all. And then one day something comes around and you find something and you're who would have ever thought of that so um we definitely get our our fair share of um of trying to outsmart the bad guys and uh trying to really have to you know really having to think outside the box as far as what people are capable of so it's pretty interesting and it's and it's it's different and that's that's what draws me to the to the industry and the technology involved that we use but i i bet it's very exciting when you said who would have thought about it the, the vernacular is who to thunk it right mm-hmm, thunk mm-hmm. It. and the bad guys we i've heard the phrase the bad actors but mm-hmm. we have to make sure we know there must be some females in there somewhere so oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. Is, is this are there any is there a, an equal gender balance or i know gender is a very <laughs> fluid term today but do you, are you finding if you ever identify them are you seeing more men more women more I, 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 I see your question and and it's it's odd because it's it's almost down the middle um really? we don't really yeah we don't really see it usually leaning from one side to the other um a lot of our clients are going through life-changing events such as divorces or breakups or things like that and it's it's both ways it's sometimes you know um in a in a in a male female marriage you know sometimes we're hired by the female sometimes we're hired by the male um you know we, people people are putting gps trackers on cars and oh, yeah. it's both of them they're all doing it so yep and by the way another interesting tv show called the split about a family of divorce lawyers, very high powered. It's in London, I believe. And mm-hmm. Nicola Walker, who is on every TV show imaginable, she was on Unforgotten and she was on Last Tango in Halifax and she just finished a season of Annika. She's the star and she's the daughter who left the law firm and they handle very high powered divorce cases and prenups from sports stars, fictitious of course. But what's interesting, Mike, is she has to call her favorite PI to go find out why this multi, 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 multi millionaire husband, what he's hiding. And mm-hmm. they found out forensically that he has been depositing a million dollars a year for nine years into the account of a 10 year old child. Why? He, he, fa- <laughs> he fathered her bet, the wife's best friend's child that they all thought was the best friend's husband's kid. Nobody knew it. And now he's got another 18 million going to another. And then the divorce lawyer's husband says, oh, and a list comes out from a date, a, a married man's dating site. 50,000 names are being released a day to the press in this show. And the divorce lawyer's husband's name is on the list the second day. And he's, I just clicked. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't meet anybody. So she hires a PI and there was a woman. See, there's always something going on in the background and there, you never know. Absolutely. I live a very clean life. Thank you very much. I don't know where I, I don't know where we're live streaming. I've got to set us up all over the place. We'll figure out the links after we finish. I'm just so happy to see all of you. And by the way, if you're just tuning into whatever you're watching, this is Read My Lips Radio, my show about creativity, cool conversations with creatives. If you're looking, see behind me, I'm Radio Red today. My other name is not to be used until Wednesday's show. So we have our third guest and I can't wait to introduce him, have him introduce himself, Dr. Thomas Hemingway. I don't think I've ever, I've had one person who surfs before on the show. It was a woman who lived somewhere in this fabulous place near the cliffs of something and she went to the beach and surfed every day. But you're the the first male guest I've had. So Dr. Hemingway, would you please do me the honor of introducing yourself? You're on speaker view, go ahead. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yes, I am a lifelong surfer and I surf every single day, sometimes twice a day. That's what keeps my head clear, my mind, my body tuned up and just, it's one of my creative places. I don't know about most of you folks out there, but being in nature for me is like, it's magic. (laughs) Nature is, I I call it, in fact, I call it vitamin N (laughs) for nature because I love to spend so much time out there. I have six children. I've been married 25 years. I've been in medicine as a medical doctor for over 20 years. So I've seen a lot of crazy things from from life to death, everything in between. And what's been interesting is what I've learned is that 
you know, there's so much that we could be doing that we just don't know about. You know, Western medicine, unfortunately, is not addressing the right questions a lot of the times. And what I found is that seven out of 10 of the most common causes of death worldwide can nearly be entirely prevented, prevented, literally prevented. And, and my goal is to save 100 million lives in the remainder of my career. I figure, you know, I'm going on 50 next year and, and I got a lot of work to do because almost one person every 30 seconds dies of something preventable. And so over my next 50 years, I hope to change the trajectory by simple, natural, and, and actually creative techniques. It's amazing what you can do just when you, you know, make the decision that you're going to put health first and it's not hard. Everything that I share and I talk about is easy. It's simple. It's free. You don't have to buy fancy gadgets and you can literally change the trajectory of your life. And a lot of the ideas I get are why, while I'm out in nature, either surfing or hiking or skiing in the wintertime or mountain biking or all of these lovely things that just spark my creativity. And so I, what I, what I found is that for me, family and time with my family is so important. And I want to have as much time as I can with them. And I want all of you folks to do the same with your loved ones, to be able to share valuable moments and memories. And when you do that, it's magic. And if you don't have your health, you can't do that. And so health is one of those things that, you know, we don't often talk about as a adjunct to creativity, but if your mind isn't clear, you're not sharp, you're not able to focus because you have health issues, you can't be as creative as you want to be. And so I love to help people to tune up their mind and their body and be able to accomplish goals and dreams that they never thought possible. So that's that's what Thank I love to you. do. Thanks. And I hear passion in your voice, too. And Mike, yours as well. That's what I look for when I invite guests. I met all of you at the National Publicity Summit. We do about four of those virtually on Zoom. I have to be on for five hours. You've got to be on for, what, five days, six days? Yeah. And you meet the media, and I'm just one media person. But my point is that I look for some passion and enthusiasm in the voice and in the, in the expression of the people I meet so that I know... I will want to talk to you and share your stories with my listeners and viewers around the world. So there you go. Now, I think what we're going to do next, I always mix it up on the show. I never know where we're going to go. But we have a couple of departments. We're going to save the famous birthdays for later. We're going to save the holidays. I guarantee you've never heard of any of these holidays, but there's a national holiday calendar. And will you hear what we're celebrating this week? You just won't believe it. But let's do the opening quotes. I asked each of my guests to do me the honor of sending me a favorite quote from a fictional character from a movie or a TV show or a song lyric, and they're going to relate it to creativity in their own words. This was not a creativity, rah, 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 let's sing for joy from a TV. You know, this was something else. So um, Juanita has selected a song from Jill Scott. The song is Golden. It's from 2004. Can you believe that's 18 years ago? Featured in an R&B-themed radio station in the Rockstar Games video game, Grand Theft Auto 4. Did you know that, Juanita? I the did. Song? I know. I do my homework. Uh, by the way, Jill Scott, American singer, songwriter, model, poet, and actress. Her debut album was in 2000. Who is Jill Scott? Words and Sounds, Volume 1, went platinum. She's very, very successful. And she made her film debut in Hound Dog in Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married in 2007. And she was star, a star of an HBO series, The Number One Ladies Detective Agency. I didn't even know that either. But here is the quote you have picked from the song Golden. I'm going to put you on speaker view and you're going to tell us how in the world you picked it. I'm looking on, on LinkedIn to see where we are, what we're doing. I can't tell where we are on the show. There's some kind of a delay. Here's the line. I'm taking my freedom, pulling it off the shelf putting it on my chain, wear it around my neck. I'm taking my freedom, putting it in my car. Wherever I choose to go, it will take me far. That's powerful. She has a golden voice, by the way. Her yes, voice is does. like velvet. I, I wish we could get, but I can't play licensed music on the show. So I was going to call you Jill. Both names start with J. Juanita, would you please tell us how you picked this for your creativity quote? Go ahead. You know, with this song, what she's saying is so often the thing that most of us do, 
that thing that really gives us life, we put it on the shelf and we say, well, you know, one of these days I'll pull it down. You know, when the bills are paid off, when um, the kids are out of school, when the mortgage is, is, is paid off, then I'll, I'll pull this thing that I just love down. And she's saying, no, I'm taking my freedom. And just like you have on that gorgeous chain today and I've got on my necklace, she says, I'm wearing this bad boy because this represents all of what gives me life. And that's what I found is that when I engage and my creative energy, when I am thinking expansively uh, instead of thinking contractively about circumstances, situations, or conditions, I'm putting on my best stuff and I'm saying I'm open and willing to receive the creative possibilities that this offers, whatever the this is. And she's saying, I'm going to wear mine. I'm proud of it. I'm grateful for this freedom that I've been given. And where she's saying freedom, for, for me, it might be the sense of peace or joy a love or a sense of enlightenment, uh, the, the sense that you have gotten some awareness that you didn't have before. And so I just love this song. And, and, and the rest of it, she is celebrating life. And for me, that's what creativity invites us to do, celebrate life. Absolutely. And I love taking my freedom and putting it in my car. Yes. The other day I had a brief doctor's appointment and he, he's a mile and a half from my house and it was about 90 degrees. I'm in Durham, North Carolina, and it's been very hot here recently. It could go from 65 in the morning to 95 and then we'll have a, th a thunder squall and they'll give us tornado warnings and it'll rain for 12 and a half minutes and everything goes sideways, the trees and everything and the rain's pelting and then it's sunny. I, I still haven't got, I think it's Florida weather when it accidentally arrived in Durham. But what I want to say was because it was it was a sunny day, but it wasn't quite that hot. And I only had a mile to go. I said, today's the day. So I had to look around my car and figure out how to get the top down on the convertible because it's been a year since I've done it. And I just got the car a year ago and I didn't use the convertibles. So I'm looking, looking. And finally, I see this little thing that goes, a little sign with a thing up. And I said, oh, that must be it. So I pushed it both ways and the top went down. So oh. I drove the mile and a half home with the top down. I took selfies and I said, no, my friends, <laughs> look at me. I got the, and it was, it was really, I put my freedom in my car. That's it. I did it. You and I, I share it. We share a convertible. You I know, got it. One of the most joyous experiences of my life. Matter of fact, my car is called sheer joy because when I get in her and put the top down, it's like, that freedom that Jill Scott talks about, you it's feel it. Powerful. You feel it it is. It's amazing. So Dr. I you understand all these guys who well, turn. I want to know. Do, get a do you car? You know, <laughs> Mike and Dr. Thomas. Do you have convertibles, or have you owned any? No, Mike. No convertible for me. Um, you know, I want to make sure that you know I'm in New Jersey, so I have to make sure that my hair stays exactly where it needs to be all the time. <laughs> Dr. So, Dr. Thomas, what about you? Convertible. I, I had one in high school and I live in Hawaii now and, and we're subject to so much rust and disrepair yep. that the convertible yes. would last maybe one calendar year here. <laughs> yes, I got it. I got it. Okay. I'll tell you the story off air when we're done. Thank you very much, Juanita. That was lovely. Michael Auletta, let's look at your quote. This is from Augustine Madrigal voiced by one of my favorites on NCIS. I think the show has outlasted itself. Jethro Gibbs, uh, Mark Harmon isn't on. He's producing it, but I, I don't think What's-His-Name is doing a good job as the new lead. Anyway, Parker, um, you know who I'm talking about. Anyway, Augustine, the one that really handsome one is Wilmer Valderrama, and he voiced Augustine Madrigal. The movie was Encanto. 2021, 2021, just last year, American computer animated musical fantasy comedy film produced by Walt Disney Animation Studios. And it follows a multi-generational Colombian family, the Madrigals, led by a matriarch, Botero, whose children and grandchildren, except for Mirabel, Beatrice, receive magical, magical gifts from a miracle that helps them serve their rural community called the Encanto. Juanita, did you write the script for this? When you would Mirabel, think I did. I've seen I think it so. times, when, Mirabel, when Mirabel learns the family's losing their magic, she sets out to find out what is happening and save her family in their magical house. And here is the line that Mike has selected. Surrounded by the exceptional, it was easy to feel un. Exceptional. You got to explain this to me. Michael, I'll let it go ahead. <laughs> so we're a pretty big Disney family. We have a, uh, my wife and I have a one and a half year old. And for some reason, he really like hitched his horse onto this movie. Um, 
it's probably on in the house maybe once or twice a day. Uh, you know, we start breakfast with Encanto on TV. And so it's really been drilled into my head, whether I like it or not. And we kind of feel that, you know, this is probably one of one of the better Disney movies in, in recent years. Um, you know, uh, there's they've kind of some of them are not not a plus but uh this one we really really liked and the music is awesome and the the characters are awesome but this quote it, it really kind of stuck out to me the first time i i had watched the movie um first of thousands and um <laughs> and it's 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 awesome because it's all the characters have these crazy powers except for augustine and uh uh, uh, Felix because they married into the family so they're like the regular guys and everybody else is making flowers grow and lifting things up and doing all this but poor poor Augustine always gets stung by bees and his nose swells up and his hands swell up and he's kind of like uh, like makes a joke out of it and the quote actually you know it goes to show you that everybody has their own strengths um everybody is is good at you know gotta got be good at something and to focus on that part of it their role in that family was to support the other family members and that's what they were good at and that that made the family whole was their support so while they felt unceptional around all of these crazy magical powers they actually had their own very important role that they had to fulfill and kind of keep everything as a whole so I, to me, the, the quote really stuck out because it, it kind of shows that, you know, you have to be able to recognize your strengths and and what, you know, you bring to the table. And and that's important for everybody. And it, amongst all of these magical powers that everybody had in the movie, their 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 powers weren't weren't so forefront, but they were equally as important. There you go. Never be envious of what the other guy or gal mm -hmm. has, what their life is. A, you don't have any idea what's going on behind the scenes, behind the smile or the tears or the car or the facade that's the house or whatever the business. And just be you and be the mm -hmm. best you. Be the best you you want to be. Exactly. I don't even know what that means anymore. I think it means wake <laughs> up and try to do something that's positive for yourself and for maybe somebody else. I, I don't know what best self. I know it's a, a term that's out there, but I'm not sure. Be authentic. Well, this is really me. Juanita, I could tell this is you. Dr. Thomas, come on. That's a real smile. Mike, Mike also, come on. If we're not authentic, so people say, be authentic. Who else would we be? Yeah. Seriously, I'm looking at three really authentic guests, and I'm happy that you came as yourself to my show. There we go. No more lecture here. Let's go to the quote that Dr. Thomas Hemingway has selected. This is the ghost of Obi-Wan Kenobi, played and voiced by Alec Guinness, 1977. We are going back in a time machine. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, first film of the original trilogy, American epic space opera multimedia franchise. I memorized all this, Dr. Thomas. I'm not reading it. I just, it's just there. I mean, my, my mind is so healthy. I just know all this stuff. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, no, known familiarly as Ben, is a fictional Jedi master portrayed by, as I said, Alex Guinness. Alec Guinness, and here is the quote. This is not the one people usually think of. You sent me two. I picked the one that's less used. Use the force, Luke. Let go. Was that okay, Thomas? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, it, for those that didn't grow up, uh, you know, uh, in the seventies and eighties like I did, um, it might be the Spidey sense that that uh, you refer to. But what I what I love about this quote is each of us within us has just an inner voice. And sometimes we don't quiet all of the extraneous noise. You know, we're always plugged in. We might be online on our phone or a computer or whatever it is. And sometimes we just need to unplug to be able to access that inner voice that's always there. It's always with us. It always wants to help us. Whatever that voice is for you, it's there and it can help you in so many ways, not just creativity, but but literally in, in your life's purpose and, and even in your day-to-day. -day. And sometimes we just need to take a moment and it could be 10 seconds and just close our eyes and kind of do like what Luke did, you know, use the force, Luke, you know, we're literally just let go of all of those distractions and tune in to whatever that higher self is that, that we have, whatever you want to call that voice, but it's there. We all have it. It's beautiful. It can be magical. It can be creative. And I think it's often missing in our fast paced, you know, constantly online streaming world. So 
I love that quote. <laughs> I do. And the one you sent me, the alternate was do or do not. There is no try. And everybody uses that. So I liked, I liked the one you picked. Thank you for the alternate. I appreciate that. Let's do some famous birthdays. You may or may not have heard of all these people, but we're just going to wish them a happy birthday. I think you've heard of probably half of them. And some of them are my favorites. I use a famous birthdays and I plug in the date and I get all kinds of pictures and bios and, and I just had fun with it. So anybody remember Gary U.S. Bonds, the singer? Remember Gary U.S.? I don't know if you're all, oh, you're too young. Damn. Okay. I just screwed that one up. Uh, singer songwriter, Gary U.S. Bonds, U.S. And, and he, he worked with a whole bunch of groups and he had his own singer. He's 83. That's why you don't remember. Harvey Firestein, the playwright and actor is 70 today. I thought he'd be older than that. The actress and funny lady Sandra Bernhardt is 67. You all must remember Bjorn Borg, right? The Swedish former number one tennis player. He's 66. Everybody say happy birthday, Bjorn Borg. Come on. Happy birthday, happy Bjorn. And you know that Nadal just advanced over over a couple of other players in the French Open. I think it's his 14th win. Stand-up comedian named Colin Quinn is 63 today. He anchored Weekend Update on SNL. Mike, you remember him. He's not the one, Colin, who's doing it now. He's the other one. Uh, Paul Giamatti, 55. What hasn't he been in? But I've been enjoying him as the New York District Attorney in the show Billions. Have you seen it, Dr. Thomas? Billions? Not yet. No, I haven't. It's about five seasons in already. It's very very complex. It's about uh, hedge fund and venture capitalists and these boiler rooms they have with very high powered people doing extremely high powered trades and trying to short and get in on certain markets. And it's the attorney general going after this, the billionaires for fraud. And it's his life and his wife and their wives and the planes and the castles. And it's, it's a very complex show. And there's some interesting scenes in there that you don't want the children in the room for. We'll leave it alone, <laughs> that, especially the opening scene. Okay, Max Casella was in Doogie Howser, MD. He's 55. I think he was one of, one of. remember, it was a kid named Max. He was the actor. I think he had a, Mike, I think he had a New Jersey accent in the show. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. I'm from New York and I don't sound like it. I work very hard on that. Okay. Uh, a young lady named Aubrey Francis Anderson Emmons is 15 today. She was Lily, the adopted daughter of the gay couple on Modern Family. Remember Lily, the little Asian girl they adopted? She's 15 years old and she's a lovely young lady. And the series ended. I missed that series. And then an actress named Sonia Walger. She played a very evil lady named Margot Bishop in a short-lived mystery uh, thriller called The Catch, uh, a TV show. And she's 48. I put that in there for me. Now, I have birthdays of uh, one YouTube star, one Twitch star, and one TikTok star. You and I have never heard of these. I'm pretty sure, especially you, Thomas. I'm picking on you, but we're going to set, we're going to send now. They don't have their fans in the millions. Usually I pick people having a birthday who are on social who have, you know, 3.3 million or 5.9 million, but they have in the hundreds of thousands, which is more than I have. So there's a young lady who's 22 today, whose name is pretty girl Chaz, one word, pretty girl Chaz. And she posts lifestyle challenge and prank content on YouTube. And she has a mere 210,000 followers. That's not too bad, is it? 210,000? I think she's just getting popular there. Then we have a Twitch star named Cutie Cinderella, QT Cinderella. She's 27 and she plays Minecraft gaming streams. She sings duets and she chats. She's got 550,000 followers. Mike, would you like to have 550,000? I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> You'd sell them something. Juanita, I see you're coughing, darling, but I've got to keep it on view so you can just duck out for a second there. We want to make sure you're okay. And then we have a TikTok star, and I can't figure out what his thing is. She turned off her camera. A TikTok star, I can't figure out. He's only got 310,000. He posts comedy skits, trends, and lip sync videos, and his name is No Drip Josh. Hmm. And he's 18. And he looked perfectly normal to me. I don't know. Maybe he has a cold, Dr. Thomas. What do you think? No drip, Josh? I, I <laughs> yeah. don't even I don't well, even want to we'll call it. That's a runny nose. <laughs> I don't even want to know what the options were for that one. No, Juanita, darling, come back when you're feeling better. She'll come back. Here we go. She's still still on the stream here. Where it's delayed. Let's go through the national holidays. Juanita, are you close to coming back, love? Can you here she comes? There she is. It happens. <laughs> It's the weight down of all that jewelry you're wearing. That just, you know, it just made you sneeze there. Okay. So today is National Yo-Yo Day. Does anybody still have a yo-yo? You do? Mike, did you ever have one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
cat cradle. I did. I found one in my desk drawer a couple weeks ago. I did this a couple times. I said, okay, put that away. Uh, it's National Drive-In Movie Day. Does anybody still have a drive-in movie near them? There, really? Do you do you go? I have go. It's in Houston. Matter of fact, there's two near me, so I'm looking forward to it. Juanita, come a little closer to your mic, honey. We're having trouble hearing you. Okay, go ahead. That's fine. And and Dr. Thomas. Yeah, depending on where, where I am in the world, but we have one here locally that we can drive into and weather permitting, because like you said, it can rain any given point in the day, but you just wait yes. two minutes and it stops and it's amazing. <laughs> I grew up on Long Island and we had a couple of drive-ins. I remember them. It's gardening exercise day. I want everybody to know June 6th, I'll go out and I'll pull a weed afterwards and I'll feel very healthy about it. So will the garden. And it's national applesauce cake day. Does anybody remember the popularity of applesauce cake? I think you put applesauce into the mix. I think I think Duncan Hines actually had an applesauce cake mix. Juanita, did you ever bake one or ever heard of that before? Yeah, but I think we called it apple spice cake and it had applesauce and cinnamon. You know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. Apple spice. You're right. And you could use the apple pie spice mix, the, right. the blend. Yes, there you yeah. go. Mike, do you remember apple spice or applesauce cake mix? Yeah, yeah. Um, more always a, a chocolate cake type of guy. But, you know, uh, it's, I'll it's be right there. there. Save me a slice. <laughs> Tomorrow is National VCR Day. Oh. VCR. oh, I know. I know. It's also chocolate ice cream day. And it's the late, very talented Prince's birthday tomorrow, oh, June wow. 7th. There you go. Now, Wednesday is National Best Friends Day. Do you have a best friend you want to do a shout out to quickly? Juanita, who's your best friend? Absolutely. My best friend is Rudy. Uh, well, oh, that's your husband. There you yes. go. You give Rudy a shout out. Dr. Thomas, do you have a best friend you want to do a shout out to? Oh, my lovely wife, Brooke. Absolutely. Okay, She's Brooke lovely. and Michael Etta, who do you want to do a shout out to? I'm not going to follow the, the, <laughs> the friend here. I mean, my, my wife, Bridget, is my best friend, but my little man, Dominic, he's my he's my best friend in the world. There you <laughs> go. Well, best friends day. Wednesday is also World Oceans Day. There weren't a lot of holidays on Wednesday. I went through a whole bunch of them. Thursday is National Donald Duck Day. Okay. Um, it's also strawberry strawberry rubber pie day. That's strawberry rhubarb pie if I rhubarb pie if I don't mess that one up. But most interesting to me is it's International Dark and Stormy Day. Does anybody know what a dark and stormy oh, is? Yeah. Yep. Mike does. Juanita Thomas. Yes. <laughs> it's a potent highball created in an accidental collaboration by the Goslings family of the Bermuda rum makers and some seasick sailors. This will interest you, Dr. Hemingway. The British Navy men stationed on Bermuda in the 1920s were brewing ginger beer as a remedy for seasickness. I'll tell you what I use for that or for nausea. Sailors added a dash of the Gosling's locally made black seal rum to the ginger beer. Whoa! And they transformed a dizzy tummy remedy, I like that, into a popular and recognized cocktail. So that's what dark and stormy. I'm writing a novel, a novella, and it opens up with, it was not a dark and stormy night. It was night. It wasn't dark. It wasn't stormy. Because the HOA forbade it. <laughs> the, the title of the book is You Big Dummy. <laughs> It's a murder mystery. I haven't gotten to, I, I, haven't, I know it's going to be murder, but I haven't figured I was going to do it yet. Okay, let's move on. Friday is ballpoint pen day. Does anybody still use a ballpoint pen? A click, click, click. Yes, Dr. Thomas. Yeah, Mike, you one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think I have a couple around. They're actually very modern. They just make them with a little clicker on the side. It's also egg roll day. Very nice. It's iced tea day. And it's herbs and spices day, not peaches and herb, the peaches and herb, the singers, it's herbs and spices day. Maybe he got rid of peaches and brought the spices in. Saturday is the Belmont steaks. Okay. It is corn on the cob day. I have to be careful with that. And it's something called yarn bombing or yarn storming day. Does anybody know what that is? Yeah. Juanita, tell me. You um, knit things like a telephone booth, or which we don't really have anymore, but a telephone pole or an electric pole, you knit something around it so that it becomes really pretty and decorative. Absolutely. It's something that's done on uh, public structures or forms like benches or trees. Absolutely called yarn storming, not barnstorming, yarn storming. And it's World Gin Day. Anybody uh, know a good brand of gin? Anybody buy gin? I, I have a sip once in a while of Bailey's and there's a half price. You like Bailey's? You I do. Bailey's. I love Bailey's. But I'll tell you, there is a half price solution and the brand is Carolans, C-A-R-O-L-A-N-S. And it's a little more thick 
than Bailey's. It mm. tastes just as good. It gives you the punch. I paid $27.99 for a Bailey's in the same size bottle. It was $14.99 on sale for $13.95 over the house. <laughs> Carolines, I went through three of them. Not the same day. <laughs> it tastes a little more like butterscotch. Mike, you know Carolines, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 I've seen it before. Yeah. Very good. Really mm-hmm. give it a try. Half the price. I'm sorry, Bailey's. I know plenty of people still buy you. Uh, it's also Sunday is National Jerky Day. It's peanut butter cookie day. Remember peanut butter cookies where you press the fork in and you make the little the little roads into the, yeah I know I don't make I eat the peanut butter I don't need to bake it and it's Raggedy Ann and Andy Day does anybody still have a Raggedy Ann doll or Raggedy Andy doll do you remember sure. how about a Barbie and Ken Day that was last week sorry about that <laughs> next Monday I have to give the holidays because I'll be on the air after well we're already into it you might like this one Dr Thomas Hemingway it's National Eat Flexitarian Day do you know what flexitarian is ever heard of it. I have, but yeah, it's not eat it all, I guess. Be flexible. Yes, it's mostly plant foods. And then you can have some meat and animal other animal products in moderation, but they're going with mostly a plant-based diet. I haven't gone there yet. It's coincidentally weed your garden day. So much for plant-based foods, right? Let's see what's in the garden. I'll tell you a little story about Vidalia onions in a second. It's kitchen klutzes of America day. Anybody ever dropped anything clumsy cluts in the kitchen? Yeah, I know. I know. I, it's hard to get the glass up off the floor from a kitchen. It really <laughs> is. I love that glass. It's sewing machine day. Does anybody still have a sewing machine? What do you have? What do you have? Let's go around the table. Juanita, what do you got? I don't even remember the name of it. It was my grandmother's. And so I have heard the kind with the presser foot. Is it a singer? I think it is a singer. It might be a singer. Yes. I bought one of those at Goodwill in New Haven, Connecticut many years ago and made some aprons on it. And it was the presser foot. I bought it for $10. Dr. Thomas, you have a sewing machine. Tell me. Wow. Yes. I have a singer as well. How can you have six kids and no sewing machine? I mean, of course we have a sewing machine. (laughs) Absolutely. I have my mother's sewing machine. Mike, do you still have a sewing machine in your house? Uh, No, never had one. I was sewing so many things so fast and so hard that I wore out a steel Sears sewing machine one year. I literally wore the parts out. They warped and I had to get rid of it. But I had a sewing machine I bought that was supposed to do fancy, you know, fancy designs on pillowcases and all that. I hated it. It didn't work very well. I got it on sale online. So I happened to meet a young man. Juanita, you're going to love this. A young man who was a checker at my local Harris Teeter grocery store when I moved here to Durham a couple years ago. And we started talking one day while he was checking out my $100 order. And I said, don't forget it's Thursday. Anybody over 55 gets 5% off. Remember, I need my discount. Ha ha. And he told me that he had a a textile design business and he designed clothes and was working in this collective. And I said to him, would you like my decorative sewing machine and he said yes and i brought it to the supermarket i put it in a shopping cart i brought it in i said to the manager who was across from the checkout stands i said this is for i can't remember his name i said i it was years ago and i said this is for him don't let anybody take this cart can you put it in the back of the manager's office so nobody steals it but i gave him i got it on sale for about 200 bucks and he used it in his design business he said he loved it. So I recycled. I didn't charge. He said, what are you going to charge me? I said, no, I don't want it. I want it to have a home. I bought it by mistake and it doesn't work for me. The bobbin doesn't work. The thread doesn't work. The tension's all wrong. Take it. Enjoy it. And he said he did. So that's what I did with my sewing machine. But I have my mother's 1940-something singer, and it's in one of those beautiful tables with the nice legs. And you open up the top and yes. open it up, and then you lift up the machine and a little tray sits underneath it and you put the machine down and it sits there. It still works. 19, I think a 1945 singer and I have it. Yeah. And I, I took it with me when I moved. I have my mom's piano too from 1956. I, I, yeah, yes, the important things stay with me. So that's it for the holiday. So let's do a couple of creativity statements. We've got about 10 minutes left. Juanita, I'm just going to read one of your statements here and ask you to just take about two minutes and explain it. Um, I like this. You say creativity has always been a place where I allowed myself to be curious childlike and reflective. Juanita, give us just two minutes of explanation. Then Thomas, I'll pick one of yours. And Mike, same thing for you. Go ahead. Well, there's a a personality understanding tool called the Enneagram. And on the Enneagram with this nine different personality um, concepts, I'm a one. And a one is a person who's a rule follower, 
or traditionally a person who uh, is often looking for everything to be perfect and right and in its place and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so what I've learned is that when I'm engaged in creativity, I throw those rules out the out the window. And it gives me the freedom that Jill Scott talks about in her song. When I get an opportunity to give myself permission to be childlike, to be curious, to engage with wonder, um, because so much of my life is not about or, or, or might not be about wonder. Uh, often it seems to be very black and white. And so for me, creativity allows me to be this little girl who's asking questions and who doesn't have to have black and white answers. And so that's kind of what that quote means for me. Thank you. Appreciate that. I asked all of you for a couple of creativity statements. Michael Letter, you're next around the table. Let's go with your statement number four. I will read it for you. This says, creativity is contagious. Giving others the room and the space to flex their creativity, I was waiting for the word muscle in there, leads to more original ideas from whole teams. How does this work for you, Michael Letta? Um, we have we have uh, multiple technicians that do uh, that do sweeps, and a lot of times we're all we, we're nationwide, so we're flying constantly across the country. Um, there's there's some weeks where we pass each other in an airport in Denver, you know, just because we have crossing over flights or something. Um, but we like to try to get together or at least get a call together. Um, and there's only, there's four of us, so it's not too hard to coordinate. And um, I ask them for ways that we can improve ideas that they have, things that they see that are working, um, things that, you know, they think might be working better if we did it differently and giving them that freedom to kind of expand on, not on, on what they think we can improve on has let us grow and improve by leaps and bounds. And it, it's the same with creativity. You know, they're, they, ha- they, they don't have to just sit there and this is how we do it. And this is how we're always going to do it. And that's the way it is because nothing, nothing grows from that. So um, on the creativity side, we've done, we've done different things as far as uh, doing jobs. We'll do uh We'll do a thing if there's a if there's a job that one of the technicians is going to do in a city that they've always wanted to visit, um, we, you know, we'll send them and like their significant other out for like a long weekend or something, you know, and, uh, you know, that was something that they came up with as a suggestion. And I'm like, hey, I'm paying to fly you there and back anyway. So you guys work hard. If that's what you guys want to do, then let's do it. And, um, you know, keeping the team together and letting everybody express their ideas, either creative or um, technical, uh, it seems to be working for us very well. And, and I love having that um, situation that can foster that where they're able to uh, to really express themselves. Michael Letta, it takes a leader to have that in your mind and your heart. I'm not going to get mushy gushy on you here, but it takes a leader who acknowledges and values creativity to want to encourage, nurture it, and and allow the um, the team to express it, and ben- everybody benefits from it. That comes from you. That comes yep. from leadership. So I applaud you. Yeah, prop, props for Michael Letta. I wanted you to you. know that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And Dr. Thomas Hemingway, this will be the last one. I'm reading your statement number two. Creativity is something that comes to you in ordinary moments when you are in flow and can be extraordinary despite coming at ordinary times. That's a little bit of a conundrum there, a little tautology. Can you uncirculate? I can give you two minutes and that's it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, our, our lives are, are sometimes too complicated. And there's, there's just so much going on. And especially any of you that have children know how much noise can be happening in any given moment. And not only can the moments be you know, special, you know, with them, but, but you can have, you know, for lack of a better word right now, a revelation, if you will, to you of something that, that just means a little different than what you had originally thought that can come in just a very ordinary time, be it, you know, you might be cooking dinner at night and something will come to your mind that, you know, cooking dinner is not extraordinary. It's not anything super unique. I I wish more of us did it because I think nowadays a lot of people don't cook dinner anymore, but, but it's an ordinary event, but you can have an extraordinary uh, moment happen either because of something that you're thinking about, something that you may be sharing that moment with a child. I like to cook with my kids 
And not only because I like to spend time with them, I like to chat with them. You know, they're growing up so quickly. My oldest just graduated from high school last week and it's an incredible time, but it's the moments that come in regular daily activities that can be so powerful if we allow ourselves to just take it all in because there's so much happening around us and with yes. people they can be anybody it can be your family member it can be a friend it can be a work colleague but if you are really just present with them you can have extraordinary moments and this can happen alone too if you're going for a walk and you need a creative idea for work or for something else those those normal moments can really bring to pass extraordinary events if we let ourselves just open up a little bit so thank you Thank you, all three of you. I really enjoyed. I picked one from each of you, and I thought those were the most most extraordinary of the ones you sent me. And so we didn't have any overlaps or duplications because everybody. There's always a couple of unique ones in there. I want you each to give quickly a website where people can find more about you. Juanita, I'll start with you first. Where would you like people to go? JuanitaRasmus.com. Thanks again for having us here. Oh, pleasure. It's J J U A N I T A R A S M U S dot. Come. Thank you, love. Don't go away. We're going to talk afterwards. Michael Letta, where can people go for you? Uh, They can go to usabugsweeps.com. U-S-A-B-U-G-S-W-E-E-P-S.com. Yep. Got that one. Dr. Hemingway, where can people go? Fast, fast. Easiest place to find me is Dr. Thomas Hemingway on Instagram. D-R and then Thomas Hemingway. And I have all my links in the bio there. That's probably the easiest place. Thank to Thank you. And Hemingway has one M, everybody. One M. M-I-N-G. There you go. W-A-Y-S. Not quite. Everybody, I want you to say on the count of three, thank you to Josh, my engineer. One, two, three. Thank, thank you, you, Josh. Josh. He's a one name wonder. He doesn't want his last name. He's like Madonna and Cher and all that. He's very popular and very famous. And now I'm going to do my closing. And I want to thank you. Stick around. We, we can talk for a few minutes. I have some things to share with you. And thank you for your patience. Everybody wave goodbye almost to LinkedIn and Facebook. We're almost done. So here we go. Life is short. Break the rules. Forgive quickly. Right, Mike? Break the rules. Is that what those? Yeah, they're doing. Forgive quickly. Kiss slowly. Trust me. It's the only way to kiss. Love truly. Laugh uncontrollably. Everybody join me in a laugh right now. (laughs) There you go. And never regret anything that made you smile. And my final closing is work like you don't need the money because even if you do, right, Juanita? Nobody wants to see your pain or feel it. They just want to know you're engaged and passionate about what you're doing. Make it work for you. Dance like nobody's watching. But when I was teaching disco on top of a table in a cafeteria in high school, teaching line dances, don't get the wrong idea, Mike, there. Uh, Everybody watched. Um, (laughs) Sing like nobody's listening. I didn't sing on this show. Thank goodness. Love like you've never been hurt because the heart will heal. Give it time. Let it regenerate. Find ways to love again. It's out there. Money talks, chocolate sings, and I still oldest line from somebody else. Thank you for turning me on. Radio Red, everybody wave goodbye before we stop the streaming. We did it! Thanks again for tuning in to Read My Lips Radio presented by the Voice America Variety Channel. Tweet your questions and comments to at Radio Red 777. Join host, a.k.a. Radio Red, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a positively cool, creative week.